Hey, this is Fear from the FYFC Podcast Network, and you're listening to Little Geek Gloss, and it's so fetch. Welcome back to another episode of Little Geek Lost. I am your host, Mandy. As always, you can find me on my website, littlegeeklost.com, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Just search Little Geek Lost, and I am on the Geeks Worldwide website at thegww.com. This week, I have a special guest. You may know her from Face Off Season 10 and the All-Stars season currently airing. She does makeup and special effects. I've got Melissa Ebby on, so let's get right into that. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So I would like to talk about how you got into makeup in the first place and doing um, designing makeup and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, it's kind of a complicated meandering history. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, long, long time ago, <laughs> Michael Jackson's Thriller came out <laughs> and they uh, they played the, the how they made it video over and over again on MTV. And I remember my parents watching it and then I would sit and watch it and I was just so fascinated with uh, Rick Baker's application of the makeup on Michael Jackson, particularly the the werecat design. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was so in love with that. And I, I think that that kind of always stuck with me. And um, so I kind of just always had that growing in the back of my head. And um, when I was in college, which, again, a long time ago, um, I started trying to do special effects, but this was before the Internet. <laughs> so... <laughs> There wasn't a lot of information out there, and I couldn't find the right information, so I just made a lot of disasters and a, a lot of poor decisions <laughs> that now that the internet is out there, people shouldn't be making, like using plaster directly on my skin and oh, stuff like wow. that. Don't ever do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then I kind of find my way back to it as, um, through cosplay. Um, after I finished my grad school career, um, I started cosplaying, and... Um, I'm one of the tallest people in my group, so I was always designated the um, the male role. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I started like you know learning contouring and beard application, and it kind of just snowballed from there. So as a kid, was Halloween a big deal to you then? Um, no, we weren't really allowed to do a lot of stuff for Halloween growing up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So we had a very restricted uh, costume list that we could choose from, and um, we had to keep it pretty, pretty tame. So I'm one of those people that sort of came to it like in a very roundabout fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and have you had any sort of like formal training in it then, or just kind of do it all on your own, learn as you go? Yeah, no, it's um, it's all self-taught. Um, I mean, like I said, I went to school, like to college. I went for art, um, and I got my degrees in painting and um, mostly just a focus in painting, actually. So um, I did a lot of portraiture. So I had a lot of anatomy background, which was really valuable during face-off. But um, it's uh, not something I ever learned with a teacher. I kind of just taught myself through trial and error and um and then consulting my makeup heroes and asking them like hey i'm stuck on this step how do i get from point a to point b <laughs> i'm always just amazed like even watching on face off how you can just take like 
a lump of clay and then make it into a face. Like, Aww. I can, like, I can think of stuff in my head, but my hands won't do it. So it's, like, just watching well, that, I was just amazed I by off. that. <laughs> I remember the first time I tried to sculpt a face, like, I didn't have references. It, it was just a disaster. So, I mean, it <laughs> it's definitely a practice skill. <laughs> I was I was always like really impressed by that. Just watching, I'm like I don't know how these people do it. Where you just take this like blob, and then like you're like, oh, make this creature, and then so you can make like this whole face and like just like actually <laughs> physically make it, <laughs> like, get the design <laughs> out. So you got to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no time to question your skill. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about face off then. Um, so, how did you actually decide to like apply to be on the show or to go on the show? Um. Well, I, I've been a fan of the show since it started, because like I said, I've kind of always like had this interest in special effects since I was a kid, and I remember when the show came out, um, like it was just, it was really fascinating and strange and fun, and um, which is really cool because like, you know, Gage is on the all-star season, and he was on season one, so it's like, oh, my yeah. hero, <laughs> uh, but it was around season seven, and I was watching the show, and I was like, hey, I know how to do all of these things. <laughs> Maybe not well, but I know how to do them. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well try out. No big deal. <laughs> so um, I actually tried out for season nine, and I didn't get on. But um, I got most of the way through the interview process and um, was actually, I think, a backup. Oh, yeah. In case someone bailed. So um, I was really close to getting on. And then for season 10, they asked me to apply again, and I did and rest is history <laughs> <laughs> well and how did you like the experience of being on i mean you must have liked it to come back for all stars so <laughs> well it's 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 a, it's a very surreal experience um what i love about face off is that when you're surrounded by creative types that all have similar interests to you i mean and divergent interests too but it's really nice to be with like minds and um you're you're just there to focus on your work like, in real life, like, I'm distracted by, oh, I have to make dinner, and oh, I have to let the dogs out, and oh, I have to, you know, do laundry. Oh, I mean, I guess you still have to do laundry on face-off, but, <laughs> um, but like, you have a lot of your meals prepared for you. You have, you know, people bussing you back and forth. You just have to focus on the challenge. So, in a way, it's it's really exciting because you're given this challenge, and then that's all you have to do. Um, on the flip side, it is really stressful because um, you're not really you're not with your family, you're not with your support system, and um, you, you know you kind of have to make a new support system mm -hmm. with uh, your your fellow contestants. Who that, I mean, that's why we become so close. Like we're always very supportive of one another, and I really I I, I think the world of my uh, fellow contestants from seasons ten <laughs> and old, so <laughs> they're good people. Well, um, that's what, I'm sorry, I kind of ramble. No, it's okay. I was like, that's one of the things that I always love seeing on the show too, or if someone's struggling or they're stuck with an idea that, you know, other people will jump in and be like, oh, why don't you try this? Or if someone's having trouble like getting a mold out and you see everyone else come together and help them. And you yeah, don't see I, that on a lot of other competition shows. So it's kind of nice I know, to see. And I think that that's one of the best things about Face Off. And that's one of the reasons I tried out for it, you know, that they don't really pit contestants against one another. Yeah. And I feel like, as someone who has competed on it, like, I always wanted to go, like, compete against somebody's idea, like, ideal work. Like, you know, I didn't want to compete against somebody that didn't, you know, have a chance to finish it because of some stupid mold problem, you yeah. know. So I wanted to give 
everybody any opportunity I could. And, and everybody's so supportive and wonderful. I, I really can't say enough good things. Yeah, it does really seem like that. Like it comes, it comes off that way too. And it's, it's nice to see. Um, so with the timelines on it, like you see, you know, it's watching it, it gets kind of a little bit stressful and wonder if people are going to, you know, get done what you need on that day. And yeah, does it get to be like, like, you know, you're, it's coming down to the wire and you get stuck like part of the way through something. I guess you kind of learn like time management. So you're not leaving (laughs) something halfway done. Well, I do think that as a cosplayer, that was one skill that I really kind of had in the bag. Like, <laughs> you know, anyone who's gone to a convention sewing something in the car knows how that is. <laughs> like, you get better at time management. And I think also being like a mom, like, you know, that helped me balance things and learn how to, you know, relegate time. So that, it was stressful, but it wasn't, it wasn't as awful as you'd think it. Like I always tell people, they weren't actually playing that scary music in the yeah. lab. <laughs> I imagine that'd make it a lot worse if they had like, you know, the intense music as the time counted down. Oh, God. It, it's so, like, watching it is so much more intense than having looked it. <laughs> well, I guess, too, because you're, you're kind of watching throughout the day and kind of judge, like, oh, I have so much time left. You know, I can't start on something new with 10 minutes left to go sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and being on it for the first time, did you, like for the first round of it, did you get kind of an experience to play with, you know, different materials or different techniques that you maybe hadn't tried before? Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of different things. There was a lot of different materials that I hadn't really used before. Um, I hadn't really worked with silicone makeup all that much. So um, I know I tried that on the third and fourth challenges. And... Um, God, there there was a lot of things. And it's just kind of like you you just sort of go for broke. And I'm the type of person that picks up things really quickly. So, like, I'd be watching, like, the other people (laughs) watch their techniques. Okay, I can do that in the next challenge, you know. And and everybody was very free with their information, too, which was really great. You know, if you had a question about anything or any, like, how somebody did somebody something, they'd always come forward and say, like, how they did it. And and we had a lot of people had a lot of lab experience like uh walter he worked on uh grim the tv show so he had oh, a ton wow. of experience um 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 totally blinky bob <laughs> <laughs> the winner <laughs> he worked at KMBFX. it's like one of the premier fx houses like in the industry right now oh, wow. so he had tons of like useful information that we, he was very <laughs> willing to part with so uh, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that because it, it did it was like a crash course in learning well you know it must have been fun to try like all the different stuff too because I mean you know you, you may as well right you may as well go for broke and see what yeah. happens not on your dime <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's not your materials <laughs> it's so funny though because like as a as a business owner and someone who is a, is a working artist like I'm always so cost conscious that it was really hard to shake that when I was there. <laughs> so I was always pretty frugal, which I think the lab techs appreciated. But <laughs> yeah. Well, even just like watching it, I'm like, man, they must go through like so much stuff when you watch all the molds and everything being all made the- all the time. Yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> just Those all the, the materials. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, they give you like a pretty wide array of stuff to, to try out too, right? Like there's yeah, like yeah, a lot they, of stuff they, in there. They're very gracious. I mean, there's some materials that they can't have just because of, um, like, health and safety reasons that it's hard to equip all the camera people and everything with, like, the proper ventilation. Mm -hmm. 
So, like, there's some stuff that we're not allowed to use, but overall, like, it was a much wider range of materials than I have at home. So it was it was a pretty good experience in that respect. Must be like a giant, you know, play box full of stuff that you can just oh, yeah. <laughs> grab whatever you want. In the candy store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not sure what it seems like. <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, funny, like, I, I try to do, like, a little bit of makeup on my own, but, like, I mainly just grab, like, costume makeup and... I'll get like an idea in my head or I'll see something online. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do makeup today. So I'll sit there in my bathroom, do makeup, take some photos and then take the makeup off and go back about my day. Hey, that, that, that was the entire application process for me. <laughs> They're like, you need more makeups in your portfolio. So I, there was like, a, I don't know, like two weeks where I just did like a makeup a day because <laughs> I just kind of bulk up my portfolio. <laughs> well, and that's like the funny part because I mean, I've only been to one convention. I didn't cosplay for it. So I don't even really dress up that much i just do it to, to do it on my own and like, oh, i'll make that and most of the time it's just like actual like like makeup makeup like you know lipstick and blushes and eyeshadows and... yeah well that stuff's hard <laughs> <laughs> no, beauty makeup is a beast unto itself yeah yeah i've seen a few of uh a few seasons where people really struggled with it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a fine no line between like drag queen and actual beauty makeup. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely it's it's a hard thing to hit. Like, um, Cat Passion on um season eleven, the All Star season, mm-hmm. she's like does like wedding makeup. She does all kinds of makeup, and she has the best like beauty skills I've ever seen. And um, right before the the Monster High challenge, yeah. She gave us a tutorial <laughs> at, at the house on how to do beauty makeup. <laughs> Where she sat down and did like a beauty makeup on Rachel and went through every step of the way, like how <laughs> she was doing it. And it was so educational, and I'm so glad she did it. It was it was really wonderful. Well, and like again, that's like the cool part is that you know you can learn from from everyone else and pick up stuff, and it's not like so you know competitive where like no one will be like oh i'm not going to tell you how to do that because then that'll give you an edge like you know knowing that people are so willing to help is kind of nice yeah it is i mean and then we all come out of it stronger artists which i think is like the best thing yeah so yeah i I was i'm so appreciative (laughs) (laughs) so did being on the show give you sort of like a bump in your career path for it well, it's, it's, um, I mean, I'm definitely seeing more foot traffic on my, like, when I'm at conventions and everything like that. Cause I, I do, my job for the last <clears throat> 10 years or so has been, like, selling at conventions. I sell my artwork and my sculptures and stuff like that. So it's definitely generated some interest in, in my actual work, which is good. Um, as far as, like, actual effects, um, I mean, I, I'm trying to move out to California, so if anyone's got a, any any jobs out there, because <laughs> um, right now I live in Wisconsin and I love Wisconsin, but it's not necessarily the best for trying to break in the music, the movie industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm hoping to make an even bigger break in the future. <laughs> so are you one of those people that like still really appreciates practical effects when you watch movies compared to like all the CGI stuff that there is now? Well, I think I think it's it's not a good idea to discount either one. Let's put it that way. And I think that there's some things that CGI can do that practical effects can't do and vice versa. And I think that the best effects for movies come out of a, a, a really beautiful marriage of both. 
Yeah. And, and so I, I'm not one of those people that just discounts CGI. Like, uh, you know, I think that it definitely has its place. And when you see good CGI, you don't even see it. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's really good. So I, I'm appreciative of all that. But yeah, I definitely, I think I play a lot more closer attention to actual makeups. Like, how did they do that? Or, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I, I was... um messaging somebody uh the artist who worked on hellboy one of the artists and i'm like how did you do this paint job because this is how i think you did it but i'm not sure and i want to (laughs) know and that's one of the cool things about the industry is that everybody is just i mean it face off is kind of a microcosm because like everybody is very generous with their information and willing to help and I, i found that like when i was learning how to do special effects like I could always go to people who are professionals and if they had time they would answer my questions and it's really a wonderful group of people yeah I guess that's like how it's kind of different from a lot of other maybe like industries and areas too where like everyone you know like you said is so willing to help and share knowledge and just sort of to like better everyone else that's in the industry exactly like it 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 allows for much greater advancements in the industry as a whole so I think that it's really a good thing (laughs) And it forces everyone to step up their game. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and you can, like, you know, try and one-up each other. Like, oh, like you said, you know, I saw, I think that's how they did it, and I'll try and figure it out myself. And Yeah. <laughs> compare. yeah they, they were very generous with their, their information, so I'm appreciative. <laughs> so what is your fave kind of makeup to do? My favorite kind? Yeah. Oh. Uh... <laughs> like, is it more, like, fantasy, more horror more fantasy. Type? Yeah. Um, I'm not much of one for gore. I I don't like like fake blood everywhere. <laughs> and that's not to say I don't like horror stuff because I do like horror, but I love it when it's more like subtle. Well, not even subtle, but like like I'm thinking like the monsters in Silent Hill. Yeah, where like they are absolutely horrific, but yeah. they are beautifully crafted and like there's just so many interesting nuances to them, stuff like that. Um. Or, like, aliens. Like, the, the design in, you know, no one can top Giger, you know, as far as yeah. design goes. Like, his, <laughs> his alien designs are just gorgeous with all that, that beautiful, like, textures and everything. Oh, like yeah, that. for sure. Um, yeah, so, I, 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 but I do like fantasy. I tend to, I think, deviate more towards fantasy characters myself. <laughs> well, I think they look pretty cool. I think that there's a bit more, there might be, like, a bit more room, too, in fantasy, like, to hit all the different angles for it you know you can go any direction so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and you mentioned cosplaying so mm-hmm. is that something like you've been doing quite a bit of like you said you started you know everyone kind of made you be the male in the group <laughs> for cosplaying. Um, well i started in 2007 i think was my first convention and i went all out I went in cosplay, and it was so much fun. Like, I can't even begin to describe it. It was like being a celebrity, <laughs> but, like, at the end of the day, you got to take it all off. What did you <laughs> cosplay as? Uh, I'm going to show my, my nerd colors here. Um, <laughs> I cosplayed as Kakashi from Naruto. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was an anime convention. <laughs> Keep in mind, it was really popular then. <laughs> I think it's one of them it's still popular. I mean, you still see Okay. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that was my first cosplay and I just kind of got hooked on it. And, um, like I, I, my mom was, or is a quilter. 
so I have a background in sewing and everything like that. So I'd always make my own costumes and everything. And, um, yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. Cosplay. And I haven't cosplayed as much in the past um, couple of years, uh, mostly since I've been involved with Face Off, just because it's, I mean, it, for good reasons, because work <laughs> has been, you know, building up and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I don't have as much time for it. But, um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm working on a couple costumes right now that I'm thinking I might debut soon. Oh, nice. I think that's always fun to see. Like, I love seeing all the cosplay. And we went to, um, my husband and I went to BlizzCon a few years ago, and that was definitely my oh. favorite part, seeing all the, the yeah, costumes in person. Yeah, like, hardcore, like, oh, Camille or whatever, um, Svetlana. Yeah. Uh, she is incredible. Like, uh, I don't know, I have so many cosplay crushes. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> I could just talk forever about, the, you know, technique with them. <laughs> Yeah, like it's amazing to see some of them. They say, you know, they say they spent like years on it and yeah, like, all the intricate I don't details have that kind and of stuff. Bad <laughs> respect for that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that's its own intense thing. I bet oh, <laughs> spending yeah. all your free time on that. <laughs> well, do you have any tips then or advice for someone who's sort of looking to get into makeup or effects? Well, um. The one thing I would say that I, I think is is good for artists everywhere is just to, and I always recommend this to younger people who ask me what they can do to work on it, is just to draw. I think that the more familiar you are with with uh, forms and shapes and in color theory and stuff like that, the more it's going to help you down the line when you get, if you like start getting access to more supplies. And drawing's cheap as hell. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you can draw on a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, always be drawing. Always be drawing. I think that that just, um, you know, I, I think on Face Off that gave me a real edge is just being able to conceptualize on paper and stuff like that. So I always recommend that people draw. And then learning anatomy and stuff like that, I think that that is really helpful. Yeah, I guess, that you know, when you're trying to, like, do makeup, it kind of helps to, like, you don't want to put something that's going to look completely awkward and not part of, like, a face. Like, having that background in anatomy would help with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, for me, it's kind of, like, I took, like, five years of anatomy in college. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of innate now, and I don't really think about it that much. But because I don't have to think about it that much, I'm able to do it so much faster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, where can people find your stuff online if they want to check it out? Um, Well, my website is www.melissaebby.com. And I'm also on most social media as Feralworks, F-E-R-A-L-W-O-R-K-S. <laughs> and um, that's where I am on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want regular updates, that's probably, Instagram is probably the best place to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being on and sharing your knowledge of makeup and an insight into Face Off. It's been one of my favorite shows for years, so I was pretty excited to have someone on. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we could uh, we could do this interview. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Little Geek Lost. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. As well as the show feed at Little Geek Lost. And you can check out the website littlegeeklost.com for all my show info, my blogs, my podcast, anything else that I feel like posting. As well, the show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave a rating and review, and I will read it on a future show. And again, thanks for tuning in.
This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble!